Hello and welcome to Dissecting the Magic. My name is Adam. And I am Elijah. And today we're going to be recapping everything about Snape that we've learned so far. And we're going to be progressing with his story as well, going from books four to book seven. Mm. Interesting. Interesting times. <laughs> Interesting times lie ahead with these stories. So we're going to be delving a bit deeper into the world of Severus Snape. We hope you guys can join us and again feel free to comment below with any of your suggestions or any of your comments. Exactly. Let us know what you think and uh, you know if you uh, have different ideas and or things that maybe we wouldn't think about. Let us know. It's, it's really important for us to know so we can later on discuss them and uh, give our own opinions, right? Yeah, so we've got our comment boxes below and on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Fantastic. But now let's get back onto the magic. Let's delve back into the world that we love so much. Let's head back to Snape. So where we left Snape before, we left him at the end of book four where mm -hmm. he turned from teacher into spy. Yeah, um, see, I think from book five till seven, um, his dynamics really change, you know. Uh, we start, you know, finding the real Snape, mm. uh, this two-dimensional character that you've previously mentioned, yes. uh, becomes more three-dimensional and we're starting to see uh, different aspects of Snape that we did not think were possible. You know, mm. we're starting to, yeah. th to see love, care for Albus Dumbledore that we'll see later on. Yeah. We're yeah. Also seeing, yeah, we're seeing a lot more relationships forming as exactly. well. Exactly. Especially with Snape. I think Snape's uh, progression with other characters has improved yeah. quite a lot. So his, um, for instance, his his sort of camaraderie with the other teachers when exactly. Umbridge is in the school. Exactly, um, exactly. His, his sort of exact, almost hatred of her, they're all united by their hatred it's, of this one character. It's quite interesting how Umbridge, the, um, you know, how, how she treats Snape. Mm. It's quite an interesting thing because... It's almost contempt, isn't it? Right? And <laughs> also, she's really patronising to Snape, mm. which, seeing her background and seeing, you know, that she probably grew up in the same atmosphere as Snape, in the same group of friends that Snape. Yeah. Um, it's interesting how she patronises him. Yeah. Right? It's almost as though they had some kind of weird relationship before where he where he was where she was being like mean to him or something of yeah. sort, or like he was being mean to her. Or like they had some kind of weird childhood rivalry maybe. I do understand Umbridge hatred for all the other teachers. Because they are Dumbledore sympathizes. Yes. Um, however, Snape, you know, is more considered somebody who's not a sympathizer, not a sympathizer mm, of Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, especially right now, he's becoming this spy. You know, he's becoming this yeah. um, Voldemort sympathizer. Yeah. And Umbridge is kind of a, you know, on the dark side. She is, even uh, though. Well, she's definitely one of those more uh, morally ambiguous characters. Well, yeah, she's yeah. very. But then Snape, I think. I would like it'll be quite interesting to see what the other teachers thought of him at this point because you know, obviously Voldemort's just risen. Exactly. You know, he's. I wonder if a lot of the teachers are thinking maybe mm, what's what could what was Snape what's his allegiance now? Yeah. Because like, they're probably monitoring Snape quite a lot. Absolutely. They, absolutely. Maybe McGonagall and you know Sprout and all these teachers are watching Snape quite carefully mm -hmm. because they're probably seeing what he's reading in the papers, what he knows. Exactly. They're probably like and spying on, on there, them. In there's some way. this kind of interesting um, dynamic between him. Severus, I Severus. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> whoa! whoa. Um, Where be are we going? Between him, Sirius, <laughs> and Lupin. Yeah. Um, because he's entering the Order of the Phoenix, and that's Sirius's house. Yeah. And and that must be a real insult to him, right? Because he insults Sirius in his own home. Exactly. He, he digs at him in his own home, even though it's a home that Sirius hated. Mm -hmm. There's still a dig there, yeah, isn't absolutely. there? Absolutely. Like quite a. However, Sirius has these faith 
in Severus. That stems from faith in Albus. Yeah. And and I don't know if Snape. I think I think he's, Snape respects that. Yeah. In some sort of way, he he stops being less provocative around oh, yeah. Sirius and Lupin that you would think. Yeah, he's uh, not. As, it's not like the hate relationship they had before. Like it's now become it, their happy allies. Absolutely. Like the, look at the difference. How Snape treated. Um, serious in the third book, yeah. and how Snape treats serious now. It's still like there's a difference. Yeah, yeah. There's still hate. Oh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of hatred. Um, however, there's more. Whether we like it or not, we're still in this together. Oh yeah. Definitely. Lord Voldemort has reason. Yeah. They 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 sort of respected each other. Yeah. And I think I think the thing with Lupin, I don't think that kind of that. I don't think that amnesty will ever go away. I think, no. although to be fair, I think completely opposite to to, to Sirius because Peter, uh, sorry, um, Peter and uh, Lupin never bullied Snape. Peter yeah. probably more so than Lupin, but Lupin was definitely at least more on Snape's side than he ever let yeah. slip to James or Sirius. Yeah, but like there's this encounter between Lupin and Snape when they were young. You know, um, when James was trying to be funny and let Lupin oh, transform. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Sirius. Was it? I thought it was James. No, that... Sir Sirius um, made Snape told Snape to go onto the Whomping Willow and yeah, find and, out what. And James let go of of the door, so so Lupin would get out, right? No, no, no. It, I think it was no. It was because. Snape, uh, sorry, Sirius told Snape to go onto the Whomping Willow because to to follow <laughs> Madame Pomfrey and Lupin yeah. to go into the Shrieking Shack. Lupin transforms. Snape sees Lupin transform, but James had found out what Sirius had done, ran under, and pulled him back from a fully grown werewolf. Oh, so James, so James was the hero in this situation. Yes, so James oh, saved Sirius. That's, life. It, that's even so more. So James saved, saved Snape's life. Yeah, there's so many names that like. <laughs> yeah, we're all getting modelled up here. <laughs> um, so that's even more interesting because the hatred comes yeah. goes to Sirius directly. But to Lupin also, yeah. Um, even if it wasn't Lupin's fault, um, there's this kind of you're scared, you know, the crap out of me yeah. when I was a child. Yeah, he he knows that Lupin could have easily killed him at that point. Yeah, um, with no sort of thought, you know, as as obviously being a werewolf, he's got no, you know, no human traits by that point. He completely exactly. no recognition of a human exactly. face, you know, even so, if he didn't intend to. And this this kind of experiences mark a child. Oh yes. Um. So probably Snape. Um. Is still somewhat. I'm. I'm going a little bit Freudian here, yeah. which I hate myself for because I'm not a big fan of Freud. Yeah. Um, however, um, probably Snape has some sort of aversive reaction when he sees Lupin. Oh yeah. You know this kind of like you scare the living heck out of yeah. me. Yeah. But uh, yet you're this. You you you're responsible for allowing all this torture to happen to me while I was at school. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. One of those moments. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, a part of me kind of feels so sorry for Snape, and a part of me really hates um, the Marauders for everything yeah. that they did to him. And, and although they were like the, the height of cool at the time, they yeah. were like they were still, they, you know, yeah, exactly bullies at the end of the day. They the were bullies, bullies bully. and they bullied Snape. Oh yeah, and probably a lot of the things that Snape did in, um, in the future, a lot of like, you know. Siding with Voldemort mm, yeah. um, was down to these guys bullying the heck out of yeah. him. You know why? He why wants to get power. search for power? Absolutely, yeah. you nailed it. Right he wants now. power. Like... Why search for power if you have nobody to fight? You know? Exactly. And, but but he did have somebody to fight, yeah. and of course he wanted to 
ally with people. Yeah, so it's all ally with Voldemort. It's that point, you know, it's that point of like, oh, now I can now I can finally get revenge on those the bullied. It's yeah. the classic kind of it's that classic kind of like, you know, bullying example. You you bully because you've been bullied. Exactly. Or you bully because you are insecure. Exactly. You know, exactly. I, I I know so many stories like that where it's it's yeah. it's become that sort of a situation. So so you know, um I don't wanna I mean I don't wanna hate on the Marauders because they are no, awesome. They're, they're, but they're, I blame them completely and them alone. Yeah. Um for ruining Snape. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, oh no that's some I, I, I kind of yeah. I think I'm slightly more I think Snape's ad uh, actions as an adult I don't think we can blame back to the Marauders, but certainly, certainly his influences from eighteen, yeah. sorry, sixteen to to however old. Well, but that's see, that's a vicious circle because um, the Marauders um, shaped the way that Snape behaved when yeah. he was young. Yeah. The way that Snape behaved when he was young made him side with Voldemort. Him siding with Voldemort makes him tell on Lillian James. Him telling on Lillian James makes Voldemort kill Lillian James. Yeah. Voldemort killing Lillian James makes That's Snape a lot of Voldemort killing Lillian James. <laughs> makes makes, you know A huge mistake. Snape feel devastated. Oh yeah. Snape feeling devastated makes him go to Dumbledore. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's a whole it's a, cycle. It's a vicious isn't it? circle. It's a really vicious circle. You think about it, like he's he's been doomed. It's since. mega complicated. It For, is. I don't know if the listener, might, the listener might now be a little bit like Whoa. confused. Yeah. Can they Sorry, just like, guys. take it back now? <laughs> yeah. Can we just roll it back in? But that is true. Yeah, that is quite a vicious circle, isn't it? When we think about Snape, poor Snape, yeah. really. At the end so, of the day. so I still stand my ground. Oh no! I fair play. I think that's a very valid point, a very very true point you've 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 brought up there. I think. With Snape, he definitely is an anti-hero of sorts. He's not. Hmm. He's certainly not good. He's certainly Absolutely. not bad. But he's certainly like he. He certainly has shaped the the events of these books Absolutely. in a very positive way. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. He's definitely a forerunner in that. And I think as well, um, the, the 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 scene that you brought up, the you know the occlumency. Yeah. We can see how powerful a manipulator he is. We can see his potential for being able to deceive by the fact that he's an Occlumens and a alleged Lemens, you know, yeah. he's very powerful yeah, in that sense, his mind absolutely. is incredible. But when Harry sees, you know, his past, and, the, the, you know, the piece that you read for, for listeners, yeah. like, I, I obviously, I don't know if you listened to our first podcast, I, I hope you have, and you, you remember what uh, Eli brought up, the really cool quote that Snape throwing Harry against the potions bottle, what that must have brought up for him, because he probably would have had to have jumped into the into the pensive to relive that really horrible moment and then kind of seeing Harry again probably brought back seeing James and he was suddenly like you know he, he reacted against it maybe maybe, uh, maybe that's in just a some bit, but... some sort of form that could have brought him some relief and yeah. bear with me uh, no, I, cool. I, I know it's a little bit weird what I'm saying but like he knows Harry hates him oh yeah he knows mm. and in some shape or form that must be breaking his heart because, yes, Harry is a lot of James, but let's not forget Harry is a whole lot of Lily, too. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, as I said, my theory, my hypothesis that, like, um, the embodiment of James by Harry kind of is undermined by yeah. the massive love that Snape had for Lily, um, you know. So, for him, Harry, seeing him as an evil person... Reminds him of Lily seeing him as an evil person. Yeah. So maybe Harry realizing that James was not the hero he thinks he was. Mm. Um, kind as of, much as you know, Snape 
pushes that at him. Yeah, all yeah, the time. yeah, of course, of course. Um, but like brings him some sort of karm, kar, you know, karmatic relief. Yeah, some, that's very understandable. I, I it's, yeah. it's complicated. But it is. Humans are complicated. We are. Yeah, <laughs> it's why it was makes this such a good story. Is, yeah, you know, absolutely, how absolutely. They are, and obviously when Sirius dies at the end. Yeah. I, I always, I'll never forget that moment with this is kind of a slight digression but you know i'll get back to free, point. Free. They free, they yeah, digress as i go it's it really is that point of you know when when uh lupin looks away from the veil veil after sirius has gone through yeah and it literally you can see his heart breaking as he turns away because he realizes another his best heart, friend is gone his heart and my heart his heart and my heart yeah, yeah. no i was yeah. the same like anyway, with aggress, with aggress. that killed me sorry yeah, i had yeah. to say it absolutely it, it just destroyed my heart when sirius um, died but what it must have brought Snape because Snape yeah, how interesting uh, is that how uh, meaty yes because he sees Harry sees Snape at the very end and Harry's filled with his son anger he's like Snape bullied him Snape attacked him in his own home Snape made Snape made um, Sirius go with the order that night yeah if Snape hadn't done that you know Sirius would still be alive Harry's got all this blame for Snape suddenly Harry's got a whole new open window for him to hate Snape all over yeah. again what Snape must have felt when Sirius died, like, I assume, I think, I don't think, he, he wouldn't have felt any sadness. He wouldn't, he certainly wouldn't, he may have felt a regret, but I think ultimately it was actually, he didn't care that, you know. I think. I don't think he would have cared. I think that, there was a different level of care. It wasn't like, I think, I, I think he wasn't sad by uh, Sirius dying, but I think he was you know, everything from his past is dying. Oh, yeah. And and that must... I don't know how a person like that could feel, you know. I'm not able to empathise because no, it's such an alien concept. It is, However, it? I, I'm quite sure there's a part of him that goes like, you know, with every person that dies, a little bit of Lily dies too. Well, that's that was actually a very interesting point. I would never have, you know... That's really interesting. That's a really lovely point you brought up there. Like, that's very, you know... I suppose so, yeah. Another part of his past connected to Lily yeah. has now gone. You know, because all that's left of the Marauders by that point is Remus and Peter. Yeah. And, you know, and, that's really horrible, you know. And Peter is the worst representation of Lily you could have. Oh, yeah, you know? exactly. And then, you know, Snape then victimises in the next book, in book number seven, six, yeah, six Snape six. then attacks Peter Pettigrew. He's, he's now got someone to bully. He's now got someone to bring exactly. down to shame. And I think that book, book number six, I think is probably such a pivotal moment for Snape. Yeah. Because he has Dumbledore oh. begs him, oh God, Dumbledore God, begs him to so die. Sad. That's so sad because killing someone who gave you the second chance. Yeah. And and I think that the problem with the Snape is that um, he does not know where he stands anymore. No, there's no good or bad. There's, there's no good or bad. Because, you know, they... I'm sure that the order would have had to have killed. I'm sure that yeah. you know the order was breaking up. Yeah. You know there there was no peace. There there, there yeah. was no good or evil. There was just war. Exactly, and that war for you know, just um, I can, I can when I think about book six and book seven for Snape, that if he had survived, the post traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. That this guy would have, you know, had to endure afterwards would have get immense would, uh, immense you know everything that snape went through it's not equipable with you know anything that harry went through in my oh opinion. no way um he snape may have... had to sit next to lord voldemort and pretend he was a loyal servant yeah or at least like yeah and dumbledore as well he had to yeah. look dumbledore in the eye 
and kill him, uh, in Harry's own words. Exactly. You looked him in the eye, a man who trusted you, and killed him. I know that's from the film, and I think maybe a line from the book as well. Yeah. But he, you know, that whole thing is, you know, that, that must have killed him. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely. killed him inside. Because, I mean, and even that, he's putting his own soul on the line. Yeah. By dismembering his own soul, by killing another human being. Yeah. And I suppose, like, he would have had to... Because there's a line in the book, in book number seven, where he says, where it says... Snake's face had hatred etched in every single line of his face. Yeah. Before he murdered Albus Dumbledore, yeah. and you're like, wow, that's, you know, that's powerful. Yeah. Because he probably hated Dumbledore for making him do it. Absolutely. He probably said, you know, you're the cause well, of all this. Albus had to beg, you know, beg. <laughs> beg. <laughs> Quick reminder that I am foreign. <laughs> <laughs> there um, we are, the elephant in the room. <laughs> I brought the elephant back in the room. There we go. <laughs> um, uh, you know what's funny? Mm. Uh, a little bit of a you know side note. Yeah. I actually read the books in Catalan. You did, yeah. Um, that's cool. So I did not read the books in English. Yeah. So my names are totally messed up in yeah. my mind. You know, like obviously after living in England for seven years, I I, I get the names right yeah, yeah, most yeah. most of the time. But like, for example, McGonagall. I yeah. don't pronounce McGonagall. It's McGonagall. McGonagall. <laughs> it's, it's a weird kind of like concoction of languages Brilliant. that I've got in my head. Anyway, um, what I was saying is like, Albus had to beg. Oh, yeah. He had to beg for Snape to kill him. Yeah. And that for Snape must be... Horrible. Only thinking about it, my soul breaks a little. I know. You know, it's, it's so sad. It is really sad. And it's... then even worse, like he's trying to run away mm. with, obviously, Draco Malfoy. Which is an interesting topic also that I don't want to forget. So I'm going to say it now before I forget yeah. it. And that is this love and care that Snape has for Draco yeah. in the sixth book is interesting. That is actually thinking about that. Because maybe he's trying to save him. Maybe I think he, 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 he truly is. Because obviously he's taken the oath to... Obviously Snape took the oath yeah, to kill yeah. Dumbledore knowing full well that he'd have to live up for it, knowing full well that Dumbledore has asked him to kill yeah. him. Because Dumbledore knows that eventually Voldemort is going to send someone to kill him. Yeah, he knows yeah, absolutely. it. You know, and, but he's, so and he, if not, Dumbledore will die anyway. Exactly. Yeah. He's already dying. Yeah. So he's just asked Snape to make the process a bit quicker. But I suppose he's trying to stop Draco making the same mistakes he did. Yeah. Because Snape had... Well... Well... well he Draco, had a choice, but... Draco is going through, you know something that's out of control for him. Oh, you yeah. Know? He has no control over his own life and Snape probably can see that. Yeah. And he can see that, like, actually, Draco is... is a scared kid, is yeah. a scared little kid. And so would I, you know, I yeah. would be a scared little kid in that situation. Yeah, because um, it's like a load of grown... You know, someone probably the most dangerous mass murderer on the planet... Exactly. ...is saying to you, You've got to kill Dumbledore, otherwise I kill your whole family and you. Exactly. And I'll make, but I'll make you watch. It's like no, that's just horrible. That's you know? just, that's that's just, just the worst kind of prophecy to have upon, upon oh, yeah. your soul, you know. And um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. And, yeah. Uh, I think Snape has has love and care for for Draco. He always had. Oh yeah, always has. I reckon he yeah, because obviously Drake, he's maybe obviously Draco and Lucius. Obviously, sorry, Snape and Lucius went to school together. Yeah. Obviously. They know each other. They're old friends. You yeah. Know? There's something really interesting about that. So he there's, does have a care of him. There's something really interesting with Lucius Malfoy that I don't want to, again, I keep saying all the time, I don't want to foreshadow. Yeah. But like, um, Lucius and Snape have this dual relationship. They do. Have you realised? Um, 
Um, Lucius, yeah, he, he, you know, he praises the Dark Lord. But when push comes to shove, he doesn't care about the Dark Lord. No, he cares about his family. He cares about his family because yeah. he's human, right? Yeah, exactly. And Snape has the same thing, you know. He had love for the Dark Lord. Uh, the Dark Love, yeah. the Dark Lord, um, but when push came to shove, he actually cared for Lily. True, true. That is, yeah, that's a very interesting one. So because they're, they're the only two Death Eaters, I think, capable of feeling love. Yeah, they're the. I, I know something like they're the only two that are capable. Yeah, of feeling any kind of love because obviously you think of Bellatrix. They, they all, they don't have love removed, but they certainly wouldn't. Defect. Well, they, they they're psychopaths. Defect. They're psychopaths. With, yeah. Which is um, a good that do you know that you said that because uh, psychopath behavior is something that I actually do yeah. uh, know my fair share of. Yes. Not that I'm a psychopath, that's no. not what I'm saying, listener. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I, I think we'll, we'll talk about psychopathic behavior and mm. psychopathic checklists yes. um, later on when we talk about uh, Voldemort mm. and certainly when we talk about Bellatrix. Yes. Bellatrix. Yes. You'll lead that one because yeah. I'm, I'm completely hopeless with um, these things. So you're, you're, you're the expert. Yeah, you, yeah we'll, we'll be talking about psychopaths and yeah. sociopaths and um, we'll be talking about how we can identify um, certain personality traits that are commonly, um, you know, a byproduct of psychopathic behavior. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about that later on. I'm just, you know. That's good. No, I'm, that's I'm cool. kind of putting the sweet in your mouth, listener. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> what a phrase. <laughs> cool. You don't say that in English? Putting Som the, sometimes, but I, I, fair play. Putting the sweet in your mouth and then taking it in before you can taste it? I've never heard that, but cool. Oh, it's Why a, not? It's a Spanish saying. Okay. No? Okay. I've what, never heard awkward. That. That's good though. I like it. I like learning. That's good. I've learned that now. I'll, I remember that sort of. I'll remember that for next time. Anyway, back onto Snape. Back onto Snape. Uh, brilliant. Oh, I love it. Um, God, where were anyway, we? Anyway, let's let's where were we? let's bring it back. Let's, let's bring, bring it, back. it back to Snape. Where um, were we? Yes, we were about his 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 care for Draco. He he does have a care for Draco, definitely. Uh, you like know, I said, like him and Lucius, you know, they've they've got this kind of bond of care exactly. over this young lad, even so that they both defected because uh, of uh, Snape defected Voldemort for Lily, or yeah. well, sort of. Yeah. He certainly. I think he's the only thing in this entire war. She's the only thing in this entire war that he cares about. He doesn't care about Voldemort. He doesn't care about Dumbledore. He cares about Lily. That's yeah. who he fights for. Yeah, that's you know, his every day. And that's the and that's yeah. and that's the gods. And 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 I think let's move a step further. Let's look at the seventh book. Yeah. And let's look at him sitting. Like every time I I, I think of um of Severus and I think of the seventh book. I have this weird image in my head of him sitting in his office, Dumbledore's office, yeah. all alone. and With the weight of everything. Yeah, with the, everything in his shoulders. This sense of, you know, this overwhelming sense of, yeah. like, not control, you know, of... It's ah. actually the Carrows that run Hogwarts, not Snape. Yeah. You know, he's he's got no control over the amount of torture yeah. that they put the students under. And he killed the person that you know, is normally associated with that office. Oh, yeah. And oh, oh, he must be feeling so miserable. I bet, I bet he, yeah, in that whole book, he must have been, he got what he wanted, but at the biggest price possible. Like Absolutely. The loss of Dumbledore, you know, his own moral judgment is now out the window, you know. Harry's on the run. He could get caught at any time. Exactly. Uh, Lily, you know, all of this is its probably just destroying Snape exactly. slowly. Let's not forget that Snape wants Harry to succeed. Because oh, if, yeah. if Harry succeeds, you know, if Harry leaves, Lily leaves. 
if, That's if very Harry true. His dies, mission. Lily dies, you know, and his mission is for Lily to leave. You yeah, know? in some in a poetical, metaphorical way. Yeah, he knew very well that he probably knew full well that Dumbled that Draco disarmed Dumbledore. Yeah, he knew full well that Snape would that Voldemort would kill him, thinking that he would then possess the Elder Wand. Yeah, he knew full well. Snape knew he was going to die. Yeah, Snape knew but that he would die. Snape didn't care. He hasn't lived his own life since Lily died. Yeah, he's not been alive since then properly. Like exactly. he's never exactly. properly lived a life. He, he, he lives in his mother's home. He 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 festers away in his exactly. office. Exactly. He, he has no care for his he, appearance. His know? his life has been one thing and one thing only. You know, because it has been unidirectional. Yeah. And even little things, as as you know, he he has been able to find joy in little things. Yeah. Like, you know, teaching potions or wanting to teach the fans against the dark arts yeah. and all these kind of things. But ultimately... Slytherin house, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ultimately, his life has never been fulfilled since Lily died. That is very sad, isn't it? it Think it, about that. It is I suppose absolutely. when he died, he... Looking into... I think his life was probably completed when he looked into Harry's eyes at the very end of that book. And that's scary. That's very scary because he probably looked into her eyes, saw Lily, knew that he was going to be with her probably. Yeah. You know, it's... Frightening, actually, isn't I it? I finally done. I think when he, you know, kills himself, yeah. when he makes the ultimate sacrifice, yeah, the same sacrifice that Lily did for Harry, yeah, he does it for Harry. He follows in Lily's footsteps, and that's, that's beautiful. The, that is beautiful. That's dude. the biggest, you know, thing that somebody can do. That's the biggest um, show of love that, that somebody is. can do for something for somebody else, and that's beautiful. And that is does, beautiful, man. That is beautiful. It just goes to say how amazing J.K. can be. Yeah, this whole like multi-dimensional world, you know, everything, yeah. everything, and everyone happens for a reason. You know, exactly. That is ever so fascinating. That's beautiful. That really is. And I'm thinking of Snape now, like looking back exactly. across all the seven books. You know, Harry then you know gets Snape's portrait in the headmaster's office. Snape, you know, Harry begs them to put a portrait up or like he says yeah. and this is on the official I think it's on the official Wikipedia page maybe but I remember reading that Harry asked the official Wikipedia page yeah of, of, um, of Harry Potter you know the one that JK yeah. right? I think JK Rowling has mentioned it yeah. but like literally it said that Harry asked for Snape's portrait to be put in the, in the headmaster's study and that's a really beautiful show actually that yeah, Harry of course talked, it is. and you know I think I hope I hope McGonagall found out how actually faithful he was because she took that as a personal attack. I think when 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 she found out that Snape killed Dumbledore, she nearly passed out. You know, she collapsed and said, "Like we all wondered whether he was good or evil. Like yeah. how could he do this?" She took it as a personal attack. I, th- I think Harry made sure everybody knew about. I hope so Severus. because I think I think he did. He understood oh, yeah. at the end. I don't think he ever properly liked him after that, but he certainly by god he certainly He respected him massively. Sure. Um yeah, I think I think Severus evolves into a wonderful thing. You oh, know, yeah. it goes to show. Snape is the pure proof you know that magic and you know that love is the ultimate thing to fight for. Exactly, absolutely. He's ultimate proof that love is without doubt, you know something that we all live and strive for. So um, I want to do quite an interesting exercise. Okay. Um, And I'm speedballing here. Okay. Um, Nice. So what did you first think of Severus? In the very first book. When you were... I want you you to take us back to the first time you read about Harry Potter and your initial impression of Severus. 
Well, I definitely thought I thought that Snape would be a one-off character and that he would be, you know, left at the end of the first book because they found out that he was involved or that he took the Philosopher's Stone. I thought that he would, you know, be scrapped out at the end of the first book. I didn't think he played such a massive role. That was my honest opinion. When I first read the book, I thought, oh, he's a one-off. They'll get next villain in the next book. You know, he's involved. He'll go to Azkaban. He'll go to prison, whatever. You know, I thought that he w- he would be a one-off, to be honest. And and what about now? After this, you know, hour and a bit conversation that we've been having about this about wonderful uh, character. What what do I think now? What do you think now? I think, you know, he... Harry Potter wouldn't be the same without Snape. Absolutely. 100%. If... Harry wouldn't have won without Snape. You know, there wouldn't be peace without Snape, for instance. You know, without that, he's a pivotal role. Absolutely. He's, he's a main one of character. The most, he's one of the most pivotal roles. He is, you know, a hero at the end of the day, an anti-hero, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, he's a hero. You know, he, yeah. he's, he has done bad things. He was a horrible person, but he was a hero, you know, yeah, in his own right. So how about you? What's your... Um, so I think uh, Snape, um, Snape is a professor. And what I mean that Snape is a professor, it means that he teaches us about really important things, really important subjects. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean potions. <laughs> I mean, uh, basically, Snape teaches us um, that love is the thing to strive for yes, in life. Yes, yes. It teaches us that without love, there's no life. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it teaches us that being kind to each other goes a long way. You know, we've been talking about Snape and immediately first thing that came out was bullying yeah and and how it's important to be nice to one another you know yeah. uh, and snape teaches us about that but it also teaches us about something even more deeper than that it teaches us about the duality that humans have you know it teaches us about our ability to be this amazing loving you know person yeah. that acts selflessly and that you know, can do and accomplish great things if, yeah. if, you know, supported by the right people and supported by the right kind of yeah. environment and actions. But it also teaches us about the darkness that resides inside every and single person, yeah. you know, and, and, and what do you nurture? Yeah. And depending on what you nurture, that's the kind of person you're going to be. Exactly. And, and that's a beautiful That is lesson. beautiful, that is. I think he, he is definitely proof of that, 100%. Like you summarise that beautifully. Like, he is definitely proof that, you know, love is love and all that. You know, what you do for love is probably the strongest thing you'll ever do. Like, the Death Eaters are all proof that hatred will get you so far, but love without will steer you your entire life. That's how he didn't become a, a husk. That's exactly. how he didn't lose his magic. Exactly. Because love conquered. You exactly. Know, despite what he did Love to was his compass. Yeah. I could, I could not agree more with you, Adam. I'm so glad we've done this. Same. Um, I've learned so much. I know. I've like, it feels like a bit of a roller coaster. You know, that was an emotional one, that is, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really was. Uh, you know so much about Harry Potter. Yeah. I, I kind of want to, you know, I want to take, you know, like all thoughts all from thoughts your brain, put them in my bathtub and like <laughs> look at bathtub. them, look at them like a pencil. <laughs> that is, oh wow, that's quite a, 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 that's quite a weird thing That's quite a weird thing. That's funny though, I love it. I love that. Um, Anyway, uh, to the listener, thank you very much yeah. for sticking with us. Uh, you guys what do you awesome. Think? Yeah, tell us what you think, guys. Um, do you agree? Do you disagree? Have we missed anything about yeah. Snape? It's good to know, right? Yeah. No, cheers, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Like, It's been great to have you on this journey with us. I hope you'll join us for the next episode where we talk about um, Dumbledore next. We're going to talk about Dumbledore over the next two episodes. That's going to be quite exciting. That's going to be very exciting. Looking at his past and yeah. how that affects 
affects his you know future that's going to be quite interesting because Dumbledore is quite a complicated one if I do say so myself he's incredibly complicated like he's he's very very even for a very learned person such as yourself Eli like someone who's very you know very clever such as yourself even that's going to be quite a tough mission for for us to be able to like dive into that I mean, I know all the stuff about Harry Potter, but you know, like, all the actual, like, scientific stuff, so you can really help out with that. Like, Well, to... we'll see. Psychology only takes you so far. You yeah. know, I think... You'll we'll delve through this together. As long we'll... as you're a human, you'll understand other yeah. humans, right? Exactly. Um, but guys, yeah, yeah. do... Do, uh, do tune in for that. Yeah, tune in, comment, let us know what you think, email... Yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. All of that, our SoundCloud account. Um, once again, I would like to thank our social media representative, Katie Lee Jones, our music producer, Alexander Baham. I, I say his surname wrong yeah. every single time. Oh my, it's going to change every single <laughs> he's, week. He's Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alexander, Alexander Baham. And uh, yeah, and once again, I would like to say thank J.K. Rowling for your amazing writing. Yes, you're an absolute genius. We love, yeah, we love your books. <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. We will see you all very soon. Don't forget to comment and like and share with all your friends. See ya.